Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lyle. And I am Eli. And we're back for season three. Season yeah. three. Alright. And, I I mean, we're pretty excited for season three. A lot of cool stuff. So we thought we'd start off with something that we're really, really enjoying. Uh, watching, and reading, and experiencing. Yes. As as you might have known, uh, we did not do a taste of the season for summer 2022. It it coincided with the in between season break. But those of you who listen regularly, all five of you, I I might have mentioned once or twice or five or six or two dozen times. Uh, how much I'm how much I'm excited for Call of the Night, and uh, that came out this season. <laughs> so um, that's what we're going to be talking about. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be the best of times. Yes, very much so. Now, I remember this first popped up on my radar. A year ago, maybe? When, because you and I, Lyle, uh, we like to look through and see what's going to be happening for anime in the next few years. So that we can yeah. get excited. Or... Disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Really, just so we can load up the bases of stuff we're going to make fun of uh, in future in future seasons of Anime Stroganoff. We've got uh, we're we're pretty stacked on some of the uh, some of that. We got stuff we're looking forward to that's not supposed to come out until twenty twenty four. All right. I think there's some stuff that's not supposed to come out till like twenty twenty six. But uh, this first came on my radar. I saw it. I'm like, I read the description. I'm like, that sounds awful. <laughs> Just awful. What and is the I description? Saw it, well, the description, uh, I think I think it's been changed. I, oh, I feel like that, it. that it's worth noting. But um is this like, oh, you know, dude can't sleep at night, goes out, meets a vampire, uh, and then nighttime vampire shenanigans happen. I'm like, that's gonna be so badly done. There's no way it's not badly done. And I saw that it was the it was an adaptation of an existing property. So I went and I checked it out. <laughs> I, I I went to its like manga decks page. I'm like, alright, that has like an 8.90. There's no way it's that good. <laughs> that was my same reaction to finding out uh Farway Paladin was at at the time that I started reading it, the highest rated Isekai on manga decks. And the, the the manga deck's description hasn't changed. It is unable to sleep or find satisfaction in his daily life. Yamori Ko begins wandering the night streets. He encounters a strange girl who offers to help soothe his insomnia by sleeping beside him. But it is not merely a one-way exchange. That is a terrible description. Absolutely. <laughs> that would not make me want to read it. No. 
But Salmon's like, I, I, I put it in my mind. It's like, okay, if everyone thinks it's that good, I should at least check it out. So I put it on my list. And then time progressed. To, actually, I say a year ago. It might have actually been like two years ago. Whenever they like first announced the Call of the Night adaptation is probably when this popped up on my radar. So I don't know how long ago that was. I'm not I'm not going to pretend like I know when that was. And then I was watching Blood and I got really into Blood. <laughs> as you might know. <laughs> as you might know. So I was sort of like, all right, this has vampires in it. Blood has vampires in it. Blood was very good. By the transitive property, this will be very good. <laughs> so I gave it a shot. And I have zero... I have. I was going to say I have zero regrets. I have one regret, and that was not reading this sooner. <laughs> uh, absolutely fantastic. I became a true believer very quickly. And, then, and there was only like one season to go until Call of the Night officially got its adaptation out, so... I, I'm I'm a new convert, but my my belief is my belief is as strong as any. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, so I I didn't start reading Call of the Night until after you had started reading, actually. Yes, I um, I think I talked it up to you. Yeah, you were like, "Oh, Call of the Night is gonna be one of the greatest things ever," and like I had seen some screen caps from the manga on uh, subreddits like Anime IRL. Yeah. So. I, I I was vaguely aware that it existed, but I was like, eh, it's whatever. I mean, so very basically, I I saw the, like the first couple volumes were at my local comic shop when I was shopping there, and I was like, I looked them over, and I'm like, oh, it's about some insomniac kid and a vampire. That's not for me. Like that's that's not my jam. I don't do vampires. And I put it back on the shelf, and I didn't pay attention to it <laughs> i was like okay it's just some weird vampire manga and then you came in and you're like oh the cold and i is just the most amazing thing ever you gotta check it out i was like i i believe the exact words i used was second best manga i've ever read yeah 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 which what is which first? is still true <laughs> what was the first Girls' Last Tour. Of course. Obviously. I, I am a fool. I'm sorry. Okay? Um, but yeah, so... I think we were a couple weeks out from uh, Call of the Nights when it started airing. Yeah. That I went ahead and picked up the first two volumes and started reading them. <laughs> er, uh, no, wait. Hang on. I think, I think you started reading them after, like, episode one or two came out. Yeah, I think I waited until after we watched episode one. Yeah, because you then, went in blind, because you're like, hey, you can have, like, a, like a comparison. Yes, that's, that, is what, that is what happened. I picked up the first two volumes. I did not read them until we had watched episode one. And at that point, I was a full convert. I was like, this is, this is, an, this is amazing. I need to read all of this. <laughs> I, I've currently only read up to volume three. Uh, how far have you read? Uh, I'm I'm on like volume twelve. Yeah, 
He's light years ahead of me. <laughs> but yes, it's it's an excellent series about an insomniac kid and a vampire. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically it. It's so much more than that. It's so um, much. It is. It really is. But <laughs> I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. I I went in with the mindset of read this until it starts getting bad, and then that will be the point that you you'll use to launch off to complain about it. And I I kept read well, and then I started reading, and then I'm like, okay, so this is actually good. I wonder when they're gonna screw it up. And I kept reading, and I kept reading, and there's like little bits here and there. I'm like, oh god, oh god, it's gonna get bad, it's gonna get bad. And then it doesn't. It didn't just defy my expectations by being good when I expected it to be bad. It defied my expectations by choosing the quality route rather than just whatever would be like a normal conventional story route. It's it's quite subversive in that. In that it literally subverts your expectations. <laughs> yes. Alright, so let's cover the, uh, I guess the the setup for the series. Who are our main characters? What's, what's, what's their deal? Oh, were you asking me? <laughs> I was using that as a segue to... Oh, okay. <laughs> but you yes, let's... trailed let's, off. Yes, I was expecting you to finish my sentence, and so... All if right. you don't do it, I will. <laughs> uh, there's Yamori Ko. Ko, Ku. Ko. Ko. Yamori Ko. Uh, 14. Uh, middle school dropout. Uh, wants to become a vampire. Quite succinct. <laughs> <laughs> For the longer version... Well, he's been having trouble in school, so he stops going to school. I I think we that's see, still compulsory he, education, so he can't technically drop out. Well, it is also Japan. I don't well, yeah, know when their compulsory education ends. Middle school. Middle school is the okay. Because yeah, high school. I, I know is that it's optional. not like I know that it's not the same as in America. Which, admittedly, in America, it varies state to state. In Texas, uh, education is compulsory until you're eighteen. And then you can just stop going, and you don't get a degree or GED or anything, and you're kind of fucked at that point, but they're not going to stop you, you're an adult. Yeah. Well, and anyways, in Japan, as far as I'm aware, it is, middle school is the end of compulsory education, and then everything, high school and onwards, is optional. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, so yes, Ko stops going to school, because he... School's had, lame. <laughs> Well, it's, it's basically the attitude he takes. He's like, school's for losers. Fuck this. I guess. I mean, it's not even like, oh, learning, education, blah. It's all terrible. It's like, it's just, man, this is an absolute fucking drag. I, you know <laughs> I what? I have to You're get dressed wrong. in a uniform to sit in a room to get yelled at for not paying attention, surrounded by shitty people I hate. Well, but he was like a decent student. He said, "Yes, so that's the whole point." He's like, "Why am I bothering to try?" <laughs> you sort of had the realization, like, 
what is this all leading to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he goes and wanders around the city one night, where he, haps- where he happens upon one uh, Nanakusa Nazana. Say that ten times fast. I just call her Nazasa. <laughs> it is technically a portmanteau of her names. You're not wrong. I know I'm not wrong. <laughs> You're also just like one letter off from just saying Nazana, which is her, her yeah, name. Yeah, I can't pronounce that. Nazana. Nazana. <laughs> it's too many consonants. Oh my god. It's Japanese. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Anyways. Anyway, so she takes him back to her uh, into her apartment. That sounds creepy. <laughs> no, no, that's that's exactly what happens. She, uh, a woman in her, I don't know, thirties, forties, lures a fourteen-year-old boy into her apartment to sleep with her. That is exactly what happens. Verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> There's no lie there. We're leaving nothing out. <laughs> Literally just nothing but what we said. <laughs> of course, it's what happens after she thinks he's gone to sleep. Yeah. Because, psych, she's a vampire. <laughs> and she tries to drink him. Actually, no, she does drink him. <laughs> yeah, she does drink him. And then he's like, whoa, what the fuck? She's like, ah. Uh. There was a mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> Which immediately turns into, you're not buying it, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which then turns into, wait, can wait, so am I a vampire now? <laughs> turns out, it doesn't work like that. There's something very important that you have to have in order to be turned into a vampire by a vampire. What is it? <laughs> you must fall in love with a vampire to be turned into a vampire. How romantic. <laughs> also inconvenient for a 14-year-old who doesn't know anything about love. Not just a 14-year-old who doesn't know anything about love. A 14-year-old who, quite frankly, does not give a shit about love. But yeah, so thus starts a very unconventional and... The thing about Call of the Night is it's so it, it's it's literally it's not even subtle. It's it's like, the subtext is just text. Like they they outright state on multiple occasions that drinking blood for a vampire, since that's how they make more vampires, is treated exactly the same as sexual intercourse. There is no subtext. There is there is no subtlety. They are having the vampiric equivalent of I, I don't I don't what I don't know what do people do? Friends with benefits. Yes, it's it's so unsubtle. It wraps around to being subtle. I mean, it even it even feels good for Ko when she bites him <laughs> on the neck. Yes, although. If I remember correctly, they don't actually have to bite them on the neck. No, they can bite them anywhere. Nazasa just prefers the neck. What a weirdo. (laughs) And yeah. So they start hanging out every night. 
And I mean, from Nazanus, a Nazanus size is basically she's trying to make him taste better, I guess. Yeah, she, she, you know, you gotta, you gotta season your food before you eat it. Yeah, and so, you know, staying up late, enjoying the night, makes you tastier, apparently. Either that or it's the adrenaline. She, she did, uh, she did push him off a building. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> good times, good times. In any case, so, naturally, things, uh, things get more complicated from there. It doesn't stay a vampire and insomniac human chilling out together, slice of life kind of deal. No, we... We have a plot. <laughs> we have, uh, you know, an overall... Uh, I don't know if myth... I mean, myth arc is like the actual way I appreciate you would say it, but it's not really a myth arc, the overarching plot and then there's lots of different arcs and I'm gonna be honest with you uh Call of the Night has crippling ADHD <laughs> and it's constantly meandering from arc to arc in such a way that weirdly makes sense <laughs> but also leaves you going like all right two volumes ago they were playing Batman in a maid cafe, and now they're trying to stop some sort of, like, ancient conspiracy ten years in the make. And they're completely unrelated to each other, but it makes, it somehow makes perfect sense that that's how they got there. I, <laughs> I don't know how, but, I don't, I don't know how we got from A to B, but. It all made sense along the way. <laughs> I'm not joking about the Batman Maid Cafe thing. You keep saying that, and I There's haven't read no that part. There's no other way to put it. I haven't read that far yet, and every time I you know, say that, I know, that's all I'm, volume it, four. It makes me go like, wait, what? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. That, that doesn't sound real. <laughs> there's a Maid Cafe. And there's a mystery in the Maid Cafe. And they have to go full Batman on it. Okay. <laughs> I there's no other way to put it. I I believe you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. But yes, and so along with the further overarching plot and all the different arcs, there's a lot of other characters that get introduced. Yes. Like uh, Akira, I think that's her name. One I of think Ko's that's her friends. Name too. Yeah. Did you know that he has friends? He didn't. <laughs> he is a very lonely 14-year-old. And other characters, like... The other vampires. And more characters, probably, that I haven't met yet that Eli has. Oh, absolutely. So many characters. Hotsuka's pretty great. I think you'll like Hotsuka. I don't know who that is. It's one of the vampires we met in 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 just the last episode that came, episode seven. Ah, okay, cool. The one in the tracksuit. I think that's a tracksuit. <laughs> is is that the one who wasn't there at the meeting, but is mentioned in volume three? I think. 
What? Okay, I Who? might be thinking. Of, no, no. Never, no, never. no, 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 no. That's a different character entirely. That is an oh. entirely different, like oh. shopping shelf can of beans. All right. Oh God, I'm <laughs> losing my mind. I don't remember that person's name, but no, no, I know who you're talking about. No, that okay. is an enti- no. Okay, different character. Gotcha. Entirely different character. I, can you tell I'm losing my mind? There's a lot of characters, and this and the manga is black and white, and it can be hard for me to tell them apart. I'm gonna be honest with you. When Hatsuka and Midori stand next to each other, I cannot tell them apart. They look fucking identical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which actually, now that you mentioned the black and white, let's talk about color. Let's talk about the use of color. <laughs> um, so obviously manga is mostly black and white because it's a manga. It's yeah. published in a magazine. They print in black and white. It's a lot of lot of darkness and shadows in the manga. In the anime, however, they use the opportunity to have lots of color uh, and vibrance, in, especially in the nighttime scenes. Oh, yes. It is so bright. It is beautiful. I love it. But I think uh, when the first episode came out, a lot of people were like, why is it so bright? It should be dark. This is a vampire show. <laughs> oh, those ignorant fools. Yeah, I think as we discussed, uh, it's it's kind of trying to sell the whole like vibrance and excitement of the night of living in the nighttime, and also like if you exist in a city with streetlights, <laughs> you know it's not actually that dark at night because there are so many lights on. Light pollution is actually a real problem across the world. Especially when you're in a high population density, heavily urban area. Like, I don't exactly. know. Fucking. I don't even know what city they're in, but. Probably Tokyo. Quite possibly. I I mean, honestly, that's we the know only what, city We know in which anime. island they're not on. They're not on Best Island. Oh my gods. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before, but. Uh, I am firmly of the belief that Hokkaido is the best Japanese island. Do you know the names of any of the other ones? Yeah, it's Hokkaido, Honshu, Kyushu. Uh, there's Sakhalin, which is divided and disputed between them and Russia. There's Okinawa. There's... I feel like I'm missing one. Whatever, that's not important. <laughs> yes, I can name Japanese islands, all right? I I took geography. <laughs> no, I didn't. Good for you. I, I play a lot of Hoi 4. <laughs> Good for you. All right. Let's get back on topic. Let's get back on topic. Which, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if there, there's really anything else to add to the whole use of color thing. Other than, other that, than it's absolutely gorgeous. It is beautiful. And it makes the, the anime adaptation so worth watching. Which I suppose then that leads into what's in an adaptation, <laughs> uh, because this is, in my in my opinion, uh, one of the best anime adaptations I have ever seen. Yes, that is absolutely true. 
and that is specifically referring to the adaptation of uh, manga to anime. Yes. There there are, of course, other considerations when it comes to adapting light novels to anime, but and light novels to manga, but semantics, semantics, semantics. What we're talking about here is at adapting manga to anime, and this blows everything else out of the water. And funny thing, the funny thing is, I think I've mentioned it to you a couple times, we actually have a perfect example, a perfect counterexample to this, of yes. a show that ha- that is a terrible adaptation of its source yep. material in Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. I know that's your that's the greatest disappointment disappointment for you this season. Yep. Yeah. I was pretty hyped for that. Um and then you were cautious about that. Well, I was hyped and then the trailer came out and I was cautious. Okay, yeah. That's I only really heard your hype from trailer onwards always you were saying like, "Oh, this won't necessarily be good." Yeah. Yeah. But very basically, uh context Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer is a gods. It's at least a decade old uh, manga series that never got an anime adaptation when it was coming out. And all out of the blue, it's announced that it's getting an anime adaptation this year. And so naturally, everybody gets super excited. But then, you know, trailers start coming out and we get the first episode. And it's. <sighs> there is something to be said that. You know, you can't directly translate manga panels to uh, to animation and expect it to work perfectly. Same thing with dialogue, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. But, yeah, it's it's just not good. Versus Call of the Night, which more or less takes most of the, uh, takes the source material and puts its own spin on it, while still... Remaining fairly, uh... Being as faithful as physically possible. Yes. I mean, aside from just being a slideshow of manga panicles, I don't think you could be more faithful, really. And have something that works. The script writer uh, worked on Witchcraft Works. Like I said, which is also an extremely faithful adaptation. Yes. Uh, She is absolutely uh, fantastic, I believe, actually. I've I've heard nothing but good things about her. Absolutely. For her her script writing abilities and adapting stuff. Yeah, I think... She does a great job. Uh, I think because we, we we really enjoyed Witchcraft Works. Uh, yes. We had a whole episode on how much we liked it. Yeah. So is there anything else? Is there anything else to say about Call of the Night other than go watch it? I mean, it's still airing. So there's a lot I'd like to say, but that would not just spoil stuff that's going to be adapted that would spoil stuff that has not that has that will not make it into this adaptation and i do honestly think that there is a very good chance of the season two because especially since with what they're adapting and what i've determined with my crystal ball to be their end point for the series uh they're going to tease us with a character at the very end who's only important much later on. So. It's entirely possible. But uh, Call of the Night has been kicking ass. Absolutely. 
it is currently at number four. It is like a thousand people away on like watch count from uh, becoming third of the season. On my anime list. On my anime list. Every time we say this, it is on my anime list. That's the only data we we have. It's so. terrible data, but it's the only data we have. And I mean, to be fair, this show's going up against some stiff competition this season. It's going up against Overlord 4, uh Devil is a Part-Timer season 2, uh Girlfriend Girl or not Rent a Girlfriend season 2, which is apparently shit, <laughs> which surprises me not at all, and I'm I'm honestly wondering why everyone's going, "Oh my god, why is it terrible now?" It, it was terrible you during got what season you 1. Deserved. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it's so basically Call of the Night is in the middle of a whole bunch of season twos and it is kicking ass. It is kicking ass. Uh yeah, almost number third in, in member count. Uh single handedly, basically one of the only reasons to have high dive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. This is this is the hot show for uh high dive. <laughs> I I paid like for six months of high dive or whatever up front, and I do not regret it. Simply because like there's a couple shows on there I always wanted to watch or want to rewatch or something that you can't watch anywhere else, and they have Call of the Night. It is officially to me worth the money with Call of the Night. Yes. So naturally, uh, Crunchyroll should buy it up. Uh, I don't know, sometime in the next year. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> And the I'm I'm kind of torn because one it's a Sentai thing and that's why it's on high dive, which means it's going to take fucking forever for the DVDs or Blu-rays to come out. And when they do come out, they're going to be priced for like highway murder. Uh, but on the other hand, if it was like Crunchyroll, like entirely in charge of it, Crunchyroll doesn't really like to do DVDs. Like it's why we don't have a Eurocamp Blu-ray yet. Because they're in charge of the distribution in America and they don't do Blu-rays. Revolution! It's also why you can't technically, like, legally view the OVAs. Aside from the one they did that's a commercial for the motorcycle. Uh, in America. Because they're on the Blu-rays and you can't get the Blu-rays in America. Release the Blu-rays! But, um... But yeah, so it, it so I it, it will be coming out on Blu-ray eventually. I mean, it's pretty much selling gangbusters, I believe. I'm not I, surprised. I have, I, I have no 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 reason to believe it's not. Um, I mean, it's still airing. There's not much more I can say without venturing deeply into spoiling the next hundred chapters of manga territory. <laughs> Yep. Although I finally, I finally uh, get to be the asshole manga reader. He says like, hey, well, you know, such and such character, don't get too attached to them. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that was me just referencing ProZD. That is yeah. not me subtly implying some sort of spoiler for, yeah, I know. for Call of the Night. You may put your pitchforks away. You can keep the pitchforks, just, you know, put them down. Put out the torches, You, but keep the lighters nearby just in case. We might need to run him out of town. 
No, no, I did everything. I've done everything I can to avoid spoilers for Call of the Night. I would never, I would never spoil this for someone. All right, I am a firm believer in not in not spoiling things. You even sent me a message, and you spoiler tagged it, <laughs> and then I opened the spoiler tags, and you still censored the information so that I couldn't tell what it was. I mean, partially, I was just taking the piss. Yeah, I know. I was, I was also just not about to tell you what was going to happen. And I thank you for that. <laughs> it allows me to be surprised. But yeah, so we're really enjoying Call of the Night, and we're looking forward to seeing the rest of Season 1 and eventually Season 2, 3, 4, 5, 7, 15, and the movie. I want to say I know how Call of the Night the manga is going to end. But, <laughs> I mean, I've already been wrong multiple times in which direction the plot's gonna go, so, you know. Just just lay back and, and settle in for a ride. We are in a, like, huge, huge, like, climactic arc right now. But I can't tell if this, I, I can't tell if this is, like, getting towards the end or getting towards the middle. <laughs> This could very well be the sign that we've reached the midpoint of the manga. It would be funny if, like, all of a sudden you just get a, the end of a chapter and it's like, end of part zero. <laughs> it's it's going to be watching Vinland Saga. It's like the last episode's like, end of prologue. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Since we're not doing a, a taste of the season season, what what else? Let's just do a quick roundup. Um, what else is there this season? Uh, there is... Uh, slightly more than f***ing all, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, Isekai Oji-san. Excellent. I'm watching that as it comes out. It's excellent. Apparently it's quite an- good. It's been on my list forever for the manga. Should have read, read it. Been meaning to read it forever. It was in Netflix jail for a while. I'll get to it eventually. It was only in Netflix jail for like a couple of weeks, which is nice. Uh, uh, let's see. What else we got? We got uh, Lycoris Recoil or Licorice. That's recoil. how you, I, I say licorice, like licorice. I don't know how to pronounce it. I, I want to call it Lycoris because I don't I know what this to. is. <laughs> uh, it's anime John Wick <laughs> from what I've basically, heard. Basically, that's what I've heard. Uh, it's also very gay. <laughs> it is an original. It's a Which it's is, a A one pictures original, and I don't know if that's supposed to be like a good or a bad thing, but I do like the idea of uh, not having anyone try and tell me what happens next. So that's yep. uh, I keep I keep meaning to sit down and watch it. Uh, work's been kicking me in the ass. I pulled fifty <laughs> hours last week. <laughs> Haven't had time. Yep. Fair. Fair. Uh, let's see, other stuff that we're excited for, uh, Ruby Ice Queendom is coming out. I'm very much enjoying that. I might, I'm I'm probably gonna watch it at some point. It looks interesting. It is interesting. (laughs) I I will say that you can kind of tell they put most of the budget into the first three episodes. And I hope they're just saving the budget for, like, a big, massive finale. Uh, cause the... There has been some wonkiness in some of the more recent episodes, but 
I'm gonna gi- I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt. Uh, of course, we mentioned Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Enough said about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what Engage Kiss is. I don't either. It's another A1 Pictures original coming out this season. It's on Something my list. Something about demons. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And also... <laughs> private military company. Yeah, that sounds about right. Let's and it's see. romantic comedy. I'll get to it when I get to it. <laughs> it's on the list. Let's see. Uh, in terms of shows we're not watching, uh, Incest Chicken. Wait, that was this season? Yes. <laughs> I thought that... I, 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 I saw it, and I immediately pushed it so far out of my mind, I forgot it was still airing. <laughs> uh, Classroom of the Elite Season 2, which uh, I'll probably give my opinion on uh, Classroom of the Elite Season 1 at some point, but it's... Didn't you already? I watched it. I never made an episode about it. I think you might have mentioned it. a couple t- a couple things that we hate about it. I think it. I mentioned it, but it, it's it's not good. Yeah. It's uh it's frustrating and stupid. Mafia babysitting. Not watching that currently, but I've heard It's on the list. I've heard it. it I've heard it exists. It's I don't think it's going to be bad, but it, it's it, I didn't think it was going to be the standard of the season, so. Yeah. I don't have a lot of time, so I, I I'm watching Call of the Night and that's it. Oh hey, I forgot. There's the uh, the Strike Witches Idol anime. Oh yeah, <laughs> that thing that exists. Why did they make that again? I don't know. Who it's also made by Shaft. It? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and blank that from our memories. <laughs> Sorry, what were we talking about? Uh, reasons why Shaft isn't currently working <laughs> on the Minoka Magic movie they're supposed to be working on. Come on, guys. <laughs> you, you owe this to me after the travesty that was Magia Record. There, there. Anyways, so I think that's about it. There's some other shows coming out, but they're not important. <laughs> Not even the people who liked the game Magia Record liked the anime for Magia Record. So, uh, welcome back for season three of Anime Stroganoff. Until next time, I've been Lyle. And I have been Eli. And this has been Anime Stroganoff.